One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Raw but also SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet, Michael Sidgwick, enjoying a well-earned day off to look ahead to Raw tonight and all the fallout from Elimination Chamber. You've had a couple of days to uh, soak it in. How are you feeling about Saturday's premium live event? Well, I'm feeling pretty good about it, but I was feeling pretty good about it on the Saturday after it finished. So I, I spent a lot of my awake time on Sunday watching it again. I'm a psychopath around this time <laughs> of year. But um, yeah, you see all the fallout. I think that's a bit of a misnomer, mm. isn't it? I sense we won't get quite all the fallout this week, though I think we should. The debate, that I, I suppose I did expect it, but so I didn't really get a chance to dive into the online crack post-show discussion mm-hmm. until, like, the deep into the Sunday, so a lot of people had had time to watch it. I watched it live. Me and Phil did the stream. We always use this as a caveat. It's quite a different experience watching on the stream, and, like, it can sometimes be more exciting when it scans as drab. You don't necessarily get a gauge on crowd reactions and things like that. Ultimately, most of the main event played completely to how I thought it would go, and I don't know if there's going to be, like, more conversations on this as the weeks to WrestleMania unfold, and we see how they develop Sami Zayn from here, but... There was a few different ways they could have done the finish, and I saw a bit of conversation in good faith about whether or not that was the right kind of finish of Sammy mm-hmm. losing, that whether or not like people got what they wanted uh, was the immediate post-match beatdown too obvious and make good. There was questions about Kevin Owens' use and stuff. But I feel like this played out kind of exactly as I wanted. As somebody that wants to see Cody Rhodes in the main event of WrestleMania, uh, I got vindication. Mm. I, got, I got a sense that... You know, Sammy, Sammy and, let's do it. Let's be boring now, because it's raw. There's not loads on the docket. Shock, I know. <laughs> like, frankly, it's a shock there's like three things. But the Bloodline up probably aren't going to feature on Raw tonight. No, you sense that that side of things are going to get followed up on, on Friday, yeah. which we'll preview on SmackDown preview. Which is great. So we can recycle some of this for Friday as well. Yeah. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> but I just feel like the Sammy and Kevin stuff in particular was handled really, really well. Really well. Mm. I've been wanting Sammy and Kevin versus Iso since around August, and I know that date to be true because I remember at the time thinking, maybe they just rush it through and do it clash at the castle. I had no idea that we were going to get a story with Sammy that would sweep right mm. through to February. Um, 
And yeah, Kevin Owens coming out after the match to make the save then felt integral to me because he's not quite made up with Sammy yet. Sammy didn't help him until right at the very, very end. Mm. Kevin took a lot of beatings before Sammy finally helped him. They have not made friends. They have not healed. They are merely healing. And this was part of that. It's why he didn't run until after the fact. Um, yeah, I thought that was a weird point some people sort of made on social media. I apologise. I'm going to keep jumping all over you here because no, I haven't really had a chance to talk about my perspective on things. Mm. I thought that was a weird hill for people to die on. Like, why didn't Kevin come out earlier on when Jimmy Uso was getting involved? Well, because they're not friends right now. And yeah. the last thing you want to do, if it was you, for example, and we'd had a big, big row and you're in a big title fight, and yes, you're getting screwed over by Jimmy or whoever it may be. Yeah. I also understand the mentality, at least in terms of the way that they've written this, that I wouldn't want to come out and get involved because if you lost, I'd be concerned that that could be the death knell for our mm -hmm. friendship because you'd think it's my big moment and you had to come out there and try and steal the spotlight. And I could be like, as much as I wanted, no, 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 I was trying to help you because of Jimmy. No, you couldn't. Yeah, I, I took my eye off the ball because you were out there. You know about our history. Yeah. I thought there was that was an interesting wrinkle that can be... Look, it's... It, it, it wasn't all dealt with, and there was a nice bow put on it on, on Saturday night. I just thought, like, Owens Owens said he wasn't going to do anything with Sammy anymore. Yeah. Like, Sammy's in, beat the dog out of him in war games, kicked him square in the dick and balls, and then let a lot of attacks on Kevin Owens take place before he... He had his enough is enough moment at the yeah. Royal Rumble, and just like at Elimination Chamber, Kevin Owens had his enough is enough. They were going to beat him up after the bell, and Owens is like you know what, I said I wasn't going to get involved in Sami Zayn's business. I'm going to go back on my word now. Yes. I'm not going to go back yeah, on my word yeah. in the in the middle of the match. I thought that made total sense. Um, I also love, again, this could be something that's just my head canon, but I feel like that's the story we're being told. Kevin Owens is not enough on his own, as much as he wants to be, to beat Roman Reigns and smash up the bloodline. Sami Zayn was not enough on his own, as much as he wanted to be, on his own, to beat Roman Reigns and smash up the bloodline. They are going to tell the story that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have a stronger bond than actual brothers. Yeah. Because Jimmy and Jay are now a house divided. Jimmy was out there doing the bidding, doing the doing, super kicking, cheating away, ready to make sure gift wrap the title to Roman Reigns. Jay Uso didn't want to do it. He didn't want to hit him either, but he didn't want to do that. That was a weird experience as well, because I was always watching so tense. that. I, I, I thought the main event was sensational. Mm. The noise. I, I mean, I don't think, I think they invented it, because I don't think anyone else has ever <laughs> had noise like that. No response from Sige. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> so naughty, aren't I, when he's not here? He's, uh, you get that he's, he, he was so uh, amazed by the um, by the noise in that main event that he is actually here. He's not having a day off. He's just gobsmacked. He was due in. He booked it off on Sunday morning. Blown I over by it, I think, were the words. I see the uh, glint in your eye when I know you're going to go off one. Like, the start of your point could be so articulate yeah. and serious sounding. <laughs> yeah. But there's a look in your eyes that's like, in a minute, I'm going to be a dick. Look, genuinely, though, I was like... To a certain extent, I was like, if you want all your big flippy matches, you know, all your, your Kenny Omega, Will Ospreys, which I thought was probably the match of the year so far, obviously. Sometimes I think you can keep all that. Give me two men fighting over a headlock, mm. uh, palm shoot off and a, and a, and a shoulder tackle. Sammy's I, just it. like the first five minutes, I was like, it's so bloody basic. He did an axe handle off the top and landed on his feet for a two count. And it was just, this is brilliant. Yeah. Like, nobody's nobody's taking any bumps here. They're saving the bump card and getting the biggest pops of their career and earned them as well. Oh, he's right. ridiculous. Obviously, he's Canada. It was, it was always going to be like that. But I was genuinely, like, vibrating from, even from the, the promo on, on SmackDown, for mm. example. Yeah. 
I just, I really, really enjoyed it. But I, yeah, what I was going to say is, I'm watching this on Sunday. By the way, I was uh, away from my friend Sparky's birthday this weekend. Mm-hmm. I occasionally get messages from people saying, why do you put spoilers in the titles? You've spoiled this for me now. And I was determined that I was going to come back yep. and watch it in my own time mm-hmm. on Sunday evening, right? Not a single thing was spoiled for me. Didn't go anywhere near social media. Yep. Turned off all the push notifications on my phone. So, turns out it is easy, guys. Just do that. Are you in? Are you on a one today? I'm, fi- I'm fishing. Dinner? I'm fishing today. I'm, I'm, early, I'm early joking. But, um, yeah, and I, the moment Jay comes out and there's the chair spot, mm. I suddenly went, oh, I don't want him to do the whole swings, give me the chair. Roman moves. Yeah, yeah anything yeah. like that. So I was pleasantly surprised. Like you say, mate, is that how I would have done it? Maybe not. But I also, and this started off as a gimmick, and it's becoming more and more not a gimmick. We'll let this play out. Yeah, that's this the thing is for not me. Uh, why not. To, this is nothing against the man. Before you get excited, why has Kevin Nash come out in the main event of SummerSlam totally. to cost CM Punk? Yeah. Oh, let that play out, and then three months down the line, you go, wait a second, that was a load of bollocks. Now just... we used to talk about Vincent Man booking for an audience of one. He did that day, but the one was me. Yeah, like it wasn't even him. <laughs> I don't even think he was banging into that one. He just said, uh, "Pamphlet like this." How? Just on Vince for a second. The, I know the, la, like the last point I make of this because it does tie in a raw in the end. I promise. I think a lot of people were drawn back into WWE at very much at arm's length through the bloodline, right? So I think there would have been people watching over the weekend that thought this is brilliant. Sami Zayn's going to win the title. He's going to end this. Like he's going to end Roman Reigns' title reign. They're going to genuinely like follow this momentum and get it all the way through at WrestleMania, Sami versus Cody, whatever. But like the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. match is not going to be what we've seen it to be in Cody and Roman. I get that. However, how many times over the years was did frustration abound that Vincent Mann yet again tore up some plans? Yeah. You were telling a bit of a story and then you just changed your mind one day. Like, and I understand in this case it would have been a good faith mind change of we'll just go with him actually. We'll just see where this goes. But they've had a plan and there's been plenty of, and it's far from like this is not Cody to go back to the Royal Rumble conversations we were having, Cody was never a Batista. This isn't a, no, we're doing Batista Randy Orton whether you like it, you fucking don't. Yes. Right? Cody is a guy that had the world behind him before his tip fell off and then <laughs> had it behind him just as much when he came back and then got the world more behind him in a series of really awesome Monday Night Raw yes. promos. So this is not a guy that is feeling like he's being brothered into the match or he's like, they've they've rescued the rock back from Hollywood for three months and we're going to just drop him in there. This is somebody that has this like really quite um, like detailed story trailing back to the Raw after WrestleMania last year. And another, like I, I mentioned last night, on Twitter, I think, like, you know, the people that follow Sidgwick, because they, you know, follow me because they were looking for Sidgwick and found me by mistake, <laughs> will forgive me. Cody was the guy, I think. And I feel that as well. That's not just to think. I feel that. And I know a lot of people have had their, like, their hearts a little bit broken by the Sammy thing. And then there was, like, a bit of discussion about, well, would it really be this way if he was, like, if he wasn't coming in from AEW? No, but he is. Mm. You play the cards you dealt, and that was an awesome... That was such an awesome detail of what made last year's WrestleMania match so special. And it remains special because this is his, like, 12-month anniversary of his return. He could be the one to end, yeah. like, a 900-plus-day title reign. It's a vital part of the story that he left to form AEW. No, it doesn't matter that as Stardust he was just a mid-carder or whatever. What matters is what he did after the fact. And WWE, to their great fortune, get to use that. So I just don't see it. Like, he's the actual head of the table. Yes. He fed thousands of people in the way that Roman has pretended to. Mm-hmm. 
He's like, there is, if you want to do it, and I'll dig the article again and I'll repost it because, like, I drew this comparison between the two. He is everything that Roman has pretended to be since 2019, 2020. He's actually done it. Yes. And he's lived it and he's coming back. He's the tribal chief. He's the, you know, like his family wrestling. I don't know if you know this, Robin, has more than one royal family. <laughs> and it's not just the bloodline. And when that bloodline is in tatters, which I believe on night two it will be, because yep. I believe in the night one main event, yep. the Usos' inability to be as together as they would be normally cannot compete with the bond that Sammy and Kevin have. I believe this is how this story will play out. Roman will never be more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And that's how Cody will win. Mm -hmm. All that is to say... <laughs> Because Cody has been a Raw superstar, I would really like them to find a way to address this on Raw, but it is in Ottawa, and I worry a little bit about Yeah, I get Canada. where from. I worry about Canada for the like being of all the places where Cody, if you open a Raw, adrenaline in my soul, sorry a hero lost last night, but everything <laughs> is really looking fine. Like, I kind of worry about the backlash there. I want Cody now to be like, you know what? I'm gutted for Sammy, but Road to WrestleMania, Roman Reigns, I will be the one to stop you. I'm not falling for any of your stuff. I'm not sure tonight's the night. Yeah, I, I personally think, yeah, uh, Cody's been the right guy since the Raw after WrestleMania. I completely agree, and that's the polar opposite to when they went, when you'd heard the reports, not something to you, love. Um, when you'd hear the reports of like, uh, yeah, they're doing Brock and Roman, and you'd hear about that in like oh, May, and you'd be God. like, well, don't worry, if, if, if something, someone comes along, they'll change it. Yeah. And Dave would always be like, they're doing Brock and Roman. Yeah. It's what it is. Dread it, run from it, it's <laughs> happening. That was like, maybe Cody and Roman next year. Mm. And then, it, yeah, it all, like you say, it all just sort of fell into place. And who knows what would have happened if his tit hadn't fell off, but it did, and it was sort of a weird blessing in disguise. It's never, yeah, never been truer that. I get what you're talking about, the Renata um, You know, they're in Canada, and that's <laughs> Sammy's place kind of thing. And I've seen other people still trying to fantasy, but, well, maybe they'll make it a three-way because the, the screwy finish. You've not been paying attention. That's every Roman title defense is mm. screwy. That's the story. That's There's a video that Andy Murray's made on our wonderful YouTube channel that talks all about that fact yeah. of, like, <laughs> tribal chief or like tribal fraud. Who wrote <laughs> that, by the way? Uh, that was written by uh, one of the Dadly Boys, Michael Hamflit, oh, actually, yeah. for a chill. Like this, I'm due one good one every sort of two or three years. <laughs> and yeah, you can treat it like, I don't, but I've said this on a million other podcasts, it doesn't trail back to September 2020 and Jay. It really doesn't. I wish it could. Like the really good element of the bloodline does trail back to Sammy's joining. There was a lot of, Finn Balor fell off the goddamn ropes. Like, let's not, yeah. that's like Edge is a match that people barely remember happens. You remember a singles pay for match against Edge? <gasps> no, you remember him getting stacked yeah. up with Daniel Bryan. Like, there's a, a lot, like some bad before it got very, very, very good, but now is the opportunity for WWE to fold it yes. all together, especially because we've landed on Jey Uso being the guy that was yeah. wobbly from the very beginning. The cracks in the foundations were there from the beginning, even if we kind of forgot about them for like yeah. eight, eight, <laughs> yeah. eight, nine months. Yeah, and we just thought, oh, it's WWE, they've just gone, oh, no, no, yeah. you're an Uso, so. <laughs> so, yeah, you're in. Um, I'm really excited to see where they go with, yeah, with the Sammy story, and I think the, the story is, that's not the prize for Sammy. World titles are generally seen as the big prize, mm. but the prize for him here is him and Kevin Owens reuniting, and, and it's not a consolation prize. There are belts on the line, but there's an, there's an argument to be made. They didn't need to be. If the Usos didn't have belts and just had an undefeated streak mm -hmm. for the amount of time that they've held those belts for, you'd arguably say, well, that's the thing. Because you're, you're right, and you, I'm, I'm leaning more and more to your suggestion of, Tag titles, night one, world title, night two, mm. just to personify the foundations of the bloodline crumbling as part of this WrestleMania yeah. weekend. Um, 
and the fact that yeah, we've not got a resolution to to KO and Sammy, like you say, maybe that'll get followed up on on Friday. That'd be good tonight. Mm. That would be good tonight, considering they're still in Canada. Like Montreal didn't get its hug, but Ottawa might. Yeah, that's a very good point. I didn't think of that. This would be the place where maybe because I I tell you what it is with Cody, right? I wasn't nervous about him getting booed at the Rumble. I wasn't nervous about him getting booed in the aftermath of the Sami Zayn Roman Reigns angle at the Royal Rumble. Like at no point have I had any nervousness. I am nervous about tonight. Live crowd, one thing. Video message, even worse. Because remember, sometimes like the Rock's like, "Hey, WWE fans, great to be back. Let me hear the people." Boo! <laughs> like the wow, what a great, what a great audience. <laughs> yeah, I, I do worry a bit about Cody. So maybe you're leaning on Kevin and Sammy tonight. Mm. I know they're not raw guys, but like maybe uh, Adam Pearce can pick up the phone send, and speak uh, to Adam Pearce. Send Pharaoh out there with him because you can't get booed if you've got a dog with you. Well, well, unless it's you. Unless you're working in my territory. Yeah. <laughs> um, just continuing with some of the fallout. Switch the pyre off. We've got Ferrer, yeah. We, don't want such a sloppy shop. I don't even like dogs, but Jesus Christ, I don't want one cooked on pay-per-view. Are we um, saving the... Talk about a hot dog. Saving the Bray stuff for uh, Friday with... I love the fact that Brock was so scared of Bray Wyatt, he went on to lose the match. And bring the match. Yeah, let's save it for Friday, because if they visit tonight, then it's fun to talk about in the review tomorrow. Yes, okay. okay. Instead, before we get to the uh, brilliant result, in my opinion, on the women's elimination chamber, mm-hmm. let's talk about the United States for the first time ever. United States uh, elimination, championship elimination chamber. One of my favorite men's elimination chambers in recent years. That I say men's because you may remember there's one where Shayna Baszler around that. I've not mentioned it much. Um, yeah, back of my mind. I thought it was great. Mm. Um, hot take. It's amazing what happens when you let Johnny Wrestling just wrestle. Isn't yeah, good night, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, Damien Priest doing Damien Priest things. That's all good. I thought Bronson Reed looked huge. I thought yep. they made him look incredibly strong by having everyone hit their finisher. Um, I think Montez Ford might be a single star in the future. I'm not sure sure everyone's picked up on this. Well, it was really good stuff, although I did find it a little bit distraction how many times he asked me to suck it, especially (laughs) because I wasn't sure what it was until very recently, and now I know. That takes on sort of uh, scarier connotations. I saw a great tweet that uh, when he first comes out, and I think he chins Bronson Reed, someone tweeted, when you go to hit the strike button on a a PlayStation version of the WWE games or whatever and accidentally hit taunt. <laughs> so he sort of chipped him once and then went suck, suck, suck and then turned around into a move from like Gargano or whatever. A lot of suck it. A lot of people's elbow. Like we were only, did he hit a stunner as well? I can't remember. But we were only like pretty much one spot short of him like pulling a sock out of his pants <laughs> and going for the full attitude era quartet. Yeah. Aye. Um, but yeah, great showing from him. Uh, I didn't quite get his high spot right but I was that was a pleasant surprise for him. It was just decent enough. At least he didn't have to climb all the way to the middle of the cell. Oh, like God, it was yeah. just like, was it Kalisto that was there for yeah. frigging ages? At least it was just in that little... Uh, yeah. And I'll, a word on that injury, I assume it's an injury rather yes. than an injury. If it is an injury, then obviously I'd take all this back and I'd wish Montez Ford well in his recovery. So I'm watching this, right, and I'm going, oh, yeah, very good, doors open. I don't know why I didn't put two and two together and think of Logan Paul, No, right? same. Like, it's a good work. Because they're like, are... very good, right, who's coming in then to... to, to to affect the end of this match is maybe maybe theories paid someone or whatever. And then they take him, they start taking Monster Sword out, and I'm like, oh God, do I feel guilty? Oh no, I've gone, oh yeah, very good. To get to the shenanigans now. And they're like, oh no, he's he's really concussed <laughs> and what have you. And I'm like, oh bloody hell. And then, oh, there you go, best bookshot Larry in the game. Yeah! Logan Paul's here. Um, Seth Rollins, and I was just like, that mat the end of that match, I literally turned to Anna Louise and went, 
perfect. They've just booked two of the biggest matches for WrestleMania weekend in that finish. Austin Theory wins. He's United States champion. More on that in a little bit, by the way. And also, oh, Logan Paul's cost Seth Rollins. I wonder if he's going to have something to say about that in his big red shoes. I'm banging to this uh, build already. I like Logan Paul and Seth Rollins as a match. Uh, less keen on Seth Rollins' uh, film parody with Becky Lynch as the Joker, but I mean, what else could they have picked? Let's I thought it was Let's quite a nice little... Uh, I want Seth to have big red shoes. I don't know if those red shoes yet come in other colours, but I think they're awesome. I want a take. I never, you know, we talk about wrestling, you want to take the guitar to the head. For example, going through a table if there was a cushion underneath. Yes. It. I think I want to get curb stomped in those boots. It's like the opposite of like that people asking to be tread on by Jade Cargill. They're like, step on me, Jade. Step on me, Seth, because it looks so warm and soft. And I'm often so tired with the kids that I need Ooh, something pillowy yeah. soft. Step on me so I can get half an hour's kip. Like taking a nap under a curb stomp. Uh, what are we talking about? Seth. Yeah, good match. Uh, Some more on that tonight, I reckon. A good match for WrestleMania that I assume, yeah, Seth will be... Here's where you do a video call just to hype people up Logan Paul. Yeah. I'll just do it via satellite. Surrounded by bottles of prime. Logan Paul as well. Snake that he is, being the person that wanted to get to Seth and was more than happy to jump in on when somebody was very seriously injured. Like, the idea, like, in sort of kayfabe, like... Oh, we're going to have to send some medics out. He's, he's really hurt. Get in! And like he runs out <laughs> and he picks his spot. That's particularly in character. He was great as a heel immediately as well. Looking forward to this. Yeah, really excited. And uh, yeah, I just I would have Seth just set it up tonight, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I knew I had Austin Theory beat because I've had him beat every time we face some nonsense like that. Uh, you want to step into my world? Well, you're going to pay the price for it. And just... Walk a mile in my shoes. <laughs> And then he asked, and then Logan Paul says, How about you walk a mile in my shoes? And it's a contest for who can sell the most shoes on TikTok. <laughs> Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash WhatCulture. Uh, let's talk about the other Elimination Chamber match, though, um, which wasn't as good as the men's one, I thought, but... Had its moments. Had its moments, and most importantly, had the right result. Asuka emerging as the number one content- contender. I know you'd picked... Carmella, and you talked about Raquel with, with Phil, mm-hmm. of course. The right decision in the end for you? Yeah, I think so. It was really well. Um, that's what it is, right? It's I understand people not having faith with Sami Zayn because sometimes I don't have faith with WWE. I kind of thought they'd built Asuka to a point only to then pull the rug out at the pay-per-view. Carmella was the last one in there, so I, like, it, it's not exactly a victory lap, but I had a feeling that they would give her more than you would think for a mm-hmm. character like Carmella. I was really impressed with the individual finishes. I really like how every, like, every elimination was thought of. The Liv Morgan one, I'm never a fan of the, uh, actually, great leg, you'd be, smile before the pass out. But she couldn't have stayed more over in getting beaten that way. Plus, she, the, the crap beating out of her, mainly through her own insanity. Yeah, like, I thought she did some unbelievable spots in that match. Too sort of, like, violent and stupid for her own good, and then a double submission as a way to eliminate her. They couldn't have done more for her. The chopping down the tree Raquel, uh, Raquel Rodriguez spot, earnestly just loved Super kick, super kick, super kick, to her knees, keep kicking, keep kicking, double, like, jackknife in a leg each. Thought it was tremendous. Yeah. Um, but Asuka, yeah, feels credible. I was wrong, but I'm glad to be wrong as soon as I saw the graphic. Like, as soon as I saw the graphic, I was like, oh, maybe they can have another Bianca Belair WrestleMania Classic. And maybe the booking was the right call. Maybe I was wrong there as well, because... Uh, I still maintain that Rhea Ripley has been given to Charlotte Flair for Charlotte Flair's sake. However... Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair was maybe going to ask questions of the audience on mm. the night, and now they don't really need to. Yeah, there was a clear babyface heel dynamic, whether the fans would have gone with that. Yeah, mm. and I, th- I just think like, and Rhea has to win. Yes. She has to go at WrestleMania and win the title, and maybe they don't want Bianca Belair to lose just yet, so there's an opportunity. She could beat Asuka, and it could be... Like, I wonder if if she beats Asuka, we have... It's a bit of a cliche, this, but we've only sort of like scratched the surface of the Karna element of the change like this character is brand new and she's won at the elimination chamber you've kind of like built her back to a level if she loses at wrestlemania which a lot of people have projected her to do where does that character really go yeah maybe then you get more of like the dark side of the asuka gimmick i don't know but i'm not sure probably bang it was it was probably the right call maybe uh you know asuka needs to really ask questions of herself and you know, uh, get a bit introspective and take herself back to school. Chase you, NXT, baby. Get back down there. That's exactly what I was thinking. You've, you've manifested exactly what I had in the back of my mind, but just thought it was too early to predict. Asuka versus Cora Jade and all Asuka versus uh, Roxanne Perez as well. Oh, actually, I'm in. You son of a bitch. I'm in. Asuka versus Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton getting selling misted. Oh, my God. Like, trying to shake God, it. God, goddamn sick. Tonight, also yeah. finished for the WrestleMania is um, Asuka sets it up, does the big, I've got mist in my mouth. This is fatal. Uh, and then she gets whipped by Bianca Belair's hair and accidentally swallows it herself. Oh, my God. I was going to say, like, congratulations. Uh, poison yourself. She, like, the face goes, like, so quick that, like, she missed the referee. Yeah. F- missed the front row. I picked a great spot as well that they didn't do in the chamber where she was going to miss someone. Mm. And they pull a door closed on the yes, chamber. Yes, Phil told me about this, yeah. And then they turn around and they've got Raquel Rodriguez behind them. But they did that instead with, uh, I think, Austin Theory. Seth and Johnny in the chamber with uh, Austin Theory, isn't it? I wanted multiple mists. Yeah. I wanted several mists. <laughs> uh, Bianca tonight says, uh, nobody's ready for Bianca Bella. Ooh. And ask her. Let's, let's see. Like, let's see her be confident. Let's see with the EST. She should be. 
yeah, I just, I, I think, it can, especially considering how much better, in my opinion, anyway, subjectively, the storytelling has got uh, since Papa H mm. took over in uh, in WWE. This is a WrestleMania card right now that you could just show me the card, the pictures of the matches. Mm-hmm. I'd say there's no story, but you're <laughs> getting John Cena versus Austin Theory. Yeah, you're getting Rhea versus uh, Charlotte. You're getting Asuka versus uh, Bianca. You're getting probably well. We'll get to Edge in, in, a, in a little while. You're getting. Bray Wyatt versus Brock Lesnar. It's the very much the AW Trios division of WrestleMania, isn't it, <laughs> at the moment? Like, I just it'll work out quite nice on the night. I'm 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 dead excited to uh, to yes yeah, see see how they follow up with Asuka as the number one contender. I hope they're not partners because they're currently both baby faces. We oh. had that with Sasha and Bianca a couple of years ago, and it was awful. So I hope they're not that. Yeah. Please come on. Um, let's talk a little bit more about tonight's episode of Raw. Following on from Elimination Chamber. Um, well, actually, talking about rehabilitating characters, Baron Corbin, we haven't really had a chance to talk a little bit about him aside from just taking the piss out of him <laughs> when he well, binned like off JBL and then he got his ass handed to him by Cody Rhodes. It, it, it feels like a fairly straightforward fix, Baron Corbin, because there's a blindly obvious thing, just like when you're like, Oh, this character's kind of a bit stale. Drew McIntyre, maybe not right now, but mm-hmm. a few months back, his character's kind of stale. What do we do? He either has to disappear for a bit or he has to turn heel because yeah. that's always just like a fresh coat of paint. Is a face turn for Baron Corbin the way forward? Uh, if people, I don't know, because can people really get on board with Baron Corbin? Has it been too long of him being almost like the troll wrestler that just negs everybody that he can really... There was a point, wasn't there? where he was down on his luck. and Broke Kev- Corbin. Yeah, Kevin Owens gave him $20 and just said, just please, like, remember that I've done this and pay that forward. And he didn't. He took it to Vegas and got his money back. <laughs> like, the, that was a chance for character development, and I'm not sure you get another go at that. Mm. Um, I have, I did notice, because we'll never talk about this, I did notice that there was a certain heel leaning to Madcap Moss on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. He was getting like a bit cocky before his match against Gunther, and he's lost again, and he's on a losing streak. So it makes you wonder if he's gonna have to like rethink some stuff, Emma. Like, and why not put those two back together? Good team for Kato and Sammy after. Yeah, like Ricochet and Braun have proven quite successful as two singles guys being forced together. When I put them back together, I'm not so sure. Like, Corbin, I don't feel like there's a singles run. I'm not sure there's a babyface run, but it's clear there's not currently a heel run. And then you start going, well, what else is there to do? I like him as a person. Bought me a pint once. Like, <laughs> uh, and that's all it takes, and, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that, just remember that if you're listening. Like, but, like Jeff Raidmaker gets shout-outs all the time now yeah. because he sent us Mountain Dew Pidgeon. And Baron Corbin bought me a pint. So it's... I'm not going to, like, sacrifice my wrestling media integrity because I've got none. <laughs> but he's not really got that many avenues left to take, and I don't want to say the only other thing to do when the character's got no avenues left to take, send him to NXT. But maybe send Give him to NXT. lone wolf gimmick again. That's all I've seen on Twitter as well. I think he'd be quite fun on NXT. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think the main roster's the place for him right now. Yeah, I I just I, I feel, feel like... A, you think there's a face run there, do you? I think the thing is... Yeah, I just there was there was gold in them there hills of broke Corbin. Yeah. I'm not saying you just do that gimmick again, but if they can come, if you can pull something like that off, I think for years 
I was calling him Karen Boring. Very good. Because I was just like, oh, generic heel guy. Lone yeah. Wolf was fun. Mm-hmm. But then after that, when he was like Constable Corbin and all oh, that, I was like, yeah. oh, we need a, 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 a heel character. We've got one of them at home. <laughs> Not even a specific heel character, just a knockoff. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, we've got one of them at home. And he just did Baron Corbin's The Chock Ice Your Mum Gets You instead of a Mr. Whippy ice cream, basically. Oh, where he's working like, dressed like you worked at Weatherspoons. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a second, there's something there. Mm. Um, and, you know, the, the twat with the bloke who tells jokes for him was was what it was. <laughs> laughing at all of them. Like, really, really laughing, those two, weren't they? Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, I've become nostalgic for Madcap Moss and... So I don't, but I don't know if I want to, I don't want to know whether I want him, uh, you know, because he, his look is distinctive now and he just was like, I'm just going to let him, everything grow out and have mustard stains yeah. and blah, blah, blah. You can't just redo that. No. But there's something there. I think there's something there, but I'm not sure what that is. And, that's and I think I'd rather do that. And if that fails, because we've seen recently, they've gone, oh, we're going to bring these people back. Uh, right, that's not really gone to plan. We'll do something else with yeah. them. Try that. If it fails, yeah, send him back to NXT. Not to, for him to learn anything new, just to disappear off those screens for a while mm. and uh, go back to a place that truly appreciates him, like NXT. Uh, well, what, this one? It's a place that we appreciate. I don't know if that place appreciates anything or anybody, but I want to see it. I think, that's, I think that's the location from right now. Like, what if he's the guy that helps Von Wagner find himself? Yeah. There we go. Just isn't it like somebody else that's like a little bit down his luck and the two of them can raise each other up? Von and Ron. Oh, my God. The Von and Ron connection. We've done it. Tick. Done it. Baron Corbin saved. Um, this time of year, it's about sagas. Yep. Uh, Charlotte and Rhea. You know, that mm-hmm. story goes way back. Um, the bloodline culminating in, in Cody versus Roman. Yeah. And Ambassador, you're spoiling us because tonight we have the culmination of the, oh, I don't know how long, feud between Mustafa Ali and Dolph Ziggler. It feels like years, doesn't it? Yeah. It feels like ages. Yeah. Uh, right. Mustafa Ali. Sitch, correct me if I'm wrong, but you didn't you say this was going to be better than uh, Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada? Well, he didn't correct me, so. <laughs> right. Already in trouble from the Rampage review. You double down. Don't back down. It's one of those, isn't it? Well, if I'm going to get grounded, I might as well make the most. Might as well learn this one. Might as well kick a window in. Um, aye. Moose Farley has had his absolute arse handed to him. <laughs> Even was... I've given up on him. Yeah. That's how bad this has gone. I was, I was the one still holding the candle for him. Even when Bobby Lashley was chucking him over flight cases and going, anyway, enough of that guy. <laughs> I was like, there's something... That, if he turns heel proper tonight, I'll stand for him again. But for the time being, I could not give less of a toss. You've just walked into exactly what's going to happen in this match. So, yeah. Arse handed to him all the time, every week. Dolph Ziggler is, unfortunately, like the go-to when you're looking for an example of a wrestler who has died under Vince McMahon, a wrestler who uh, will never, ever be taken as seriously as he should have done, a career of near misses and all this sort of stuff. Uh, uh, like, a career that's made him rich and, I'm assuming, incredibly happy, but yes, nonetheless. we'll always have the roar after WrestleMania. Indeed. Like, but there's all sorts of examples where, like, Dolph Ziggler is the guy. Is this match, this, like, confluence of these two people that have just had, like, dicks, respectively, pounded in the dirts for the weeks, months, and years, respectively... Is this match going to be 
thrown out when the you just named him. Bobby Lashley reunites the Hurt Business around just kicking the hell out of both of them. Ooh. Like, there, it didn't happen at the PLE, and I thought it might. We continue to have Hurt Business stuff happening, but not happening. Mm. I think you have to look really close. You have to get your big magnifying glass <laughs> out. If you're out there where those burning flies with the sun, take it inside and watch television, because sometimes some characters will walk into the ring, and the camera just happens to pick them up. Yeah. And while they're walking, there's some conversations going on in the background. You might not see them, but yeah. they're there. So that's the rhyme we always lean on. When someone's doing the walking, check out who's doing the talking behind them. Brilliant. <laughs> that's I. That's now gonna like. That's now gonna run through my head at five a.m. in the morning. Thanks for that, Will Bond. Like I'm just trying to watch this. Oh, yeah, there's another hurt business tease. I should remember that for podcast. Oh, someone's doing the walking. Check out who's doing the talking. <laughs> I've just stopped. That's his thing as well, which is the. <laughs> when when the what is it when the women come out to play the main events not far away yeah. on AEW. <laughs> But um, do you know that um, I think this maybe is going to be more of a, and maybe this is giving a bit too much of high praise. Uh-huh. Becky, well, it was a three-way, wasn't it? Yeah, Becky and Charlotte at SummerSlam. I think that match also involved Carmella. Carmella, so yeah. Not to not besmirch her too much, but the well, all's fair in love and war, and Becky going, I'm gonna can take your fucking head off. I don't hate that. Actually, this is the night you're kind of giving. Moose Fatali, one last chance. This character, one last chance. If he like, he just leaves us clean, then it's like, well, Raw rolls on. You're never coming yeah. back. You're never, ever coming back. But if he goes, like, Dolph, could... Dolph wins via, again, legitimate wrestling move. Yeah, backslide. backslide. Yeah. Well, you know, I won this one. It's not saying I'm the best, better wrestler than you, but I won this one, and and, you know, Maybe maybe now we can be a team. Yeah. Now we've now we've hashed all that out in the ring. We can use this television time to get more television time, and then Miss Farley is just bubbling and bubbling and bubbling, and then it boils over. Yeah. Maybe actually, yeah. Don't hate that. <laughs> I'm back in. I'm back on Project Ali. I'm back in. I still uh, I love the guy, and yeah, uh, I love him too. But I mean, come on. Yeah, they need to. He needs to do something tonight. Um, right, let's talk United States Championship uh, because, uh, of course, tonight it is Austin Theory who retained it in the chamber and then was so bloody cocky. Mm. Um, he announced in the press conference open challenge on Monday Night Raw, yeah, and very quickly uh, Edge, because they are in Ottawa, Canada, yeah, uh, accepted that. Could Edge become a United States champion tonight? Oh, I don't know. I'm just relieved, as I'm sure you are, that there were so many reputable journalists in there to ask the questions that got us to a United States title match on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> because how, how might we have arrived at that point without such... I want to shout out Brandon Thurston. I was about to say... Brandon Thurston and John Pollock, the realest guys in the room, asking proper questions that actually mattered, getting real stories and real info. There was conversation about the WWE sale because there was at least two frigging adults in there for change um you'll see when you never let us in that room we'll show you we'll ask the big questions and never get an invite back but what was i talking about (laughs) edge i so i like this setup because edge it's kind of funny with it he was like well uh if you were john cena fan when you were fighting me when he was fighting me you were pretty stupid but the one thing i knew about john cena was he took being us champion pretty seriously and i don't think austin theory does it's not going to finish this Austin, nope. Austin Theory's not beating Edge this close to WrestleMania. If he is, if Triple H actually commits to Austin Theory winning, it's as a result of a run-in. It's cheap, it's screwy, whatever. Uh, I want to get to that in a minute. Um, 
but I can't see there being a finish. I think they would they would rather have Austin Theory escape, maybe into the crowd, um, maybe even set up a stepped up rematch, and it gets you two weeks of Edge fighting for a title. They buy another rating next week. Edge shaking his fists is going to get him. I know what you're thinking. Surely Finn Balor is the running, and Finn Balor is the difference maker here. Why would that be? Would that be because he's aligned to a certain group? It's because, Wilborn, he's in the f***ing judgment day. And also because, you have to watch this if you haven't already. I did tweet the clips out. As he's getting carried out, carted out from the judgment day's defeat at the pay-per-view, he's deadpan. Like, you know when he's been in the selling lately where he's like, ah, like that. He's breaking. That, that and a combination. I liked it. He did something at the pape. Yeah. And then was like, yeah. Under the ring, the old FTRTs, of which there was three. Match. Yeah, shatter machine. Under the uh, under the ring, the uh, the other one, by the way, was uh, the gripping each other's hands. Yeah, the tap, yeah. But it wasn't each other's hands. Rhea was grabbing Finn's hand, going, "Don't you tap? Don't you dare tap? I'm not going to tap. Clearly, yeah. I'm Rhea bloody Ripley." Waiting for Dominic to slide the nooks in, like as expert as he was. Yeah, as he's getting carried out, he's just like straight as voice smashing. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. So like, I don't know if the it did feel finished. It did feel done. But maybe they can heat it up for one more match. I, I loved the tag match on Saturday, but I did sense that it was concluded. We'll see. I don't know. I, I said this on the... We did a new directions thing, me and Andy. Maybe it's because I know. Or not I directions, think I know. Not directions. Mm. Yeah. That maybe because I know they're heading to Hell in a Cell, or at least hope they are heading mm. to Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania. You want one more, do you? Absolutely. Yeah. That was the conclusion to, you tried to murder my wife. Yeah. There we go. Nice hometown victory. I, like you say, when we were previewing it and fantasy booking it, that's not what we went for. Mm. But we haven't got the end of the story. We can't read the end of this book yet. So I can also see a very simple way of, you know, they, yeah, they say the Judgment Day go back and they're like, bloody hell, that bloody edge. Yeah. Such a, we can't just say, well, let's have a fight at WrestleMania because, yeah, why would you want to? would be like, ah, well, I've kind of, I've, done that it kind of two birds one stone judgment day stuff and my wife we won yeah and then he's like what are we gonna do what are we gonna do dom's just referring on his phone dad i mean uh finn <laughs> edge has accepted the open challenge he's gonna be fighting for the u.s title tonight well he wouldn't just say that would he he would say edge has accepted the open challenge at the wwe royal rumble press <laughs> at the elimination chamber press conference against united states champion austin theory and it's for the title Exactly. And Finn's like, it's just landed right in my lap. Yeah. I, I, look, I love it because I want them to spray the red cell purple. Oh. Oh, my God. But uh, I, it did feel finished on Saturday, but then I don't hate this either. I he really toss him, and then the week after he says, I want to fight you. Mm. I want to fight you, you know, because I hate you. <laughs> I like, hate you. If you want a reason, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. And then maybe they have a match between Edge and another member of the Judgment Day for who gets to pick the stipulation at WrestleMania. Very good. Yes. And Dominic's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll beat you. And I've got experience of cells. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And Edge beats him. Edge beats him. And it's like, and I says, did hear what you said, and I like that. So, speaking of which, I've got pretty good history in there. He's had some absolute banger after banger. Yeah. In there was his last. Well, his last Hell in a Cell match was that awesome one with Seth, Seth on it in Saudi. Yeah, uh -huh. Epic. Uh -huh. And he just goes, 
I'm not sure if I'm allowed to do this because it's kind of a big undertaking at WrestleMania. I but the idea of Ellen has got a history in cells. That's great. And at some point, Ray is going to come out and cost the Judgment Day. Yeah, it yeah, good so point, like yeah. That's, yeah. We've, we've done it. Completed it. So, yeah, I just wanted to ask you if Edge could become a United States champion for my notes more than anything because <laughs> I, I think there's more chance of uh, Bobby Lashley going, actually, I don't really fancy Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. Uh, what, what is going on politically, like backstage, as relates to Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar and Bray Wyatt? I know we said what's Brock Lesnar doing at WrestleMania? Is he doing Stone Cold Steve Austin? I don't know. He's either doing Stone Cold Steve Austin or he's like he has got that deal with Jimmy Johns, hasn't he? Like, and he somehow gimmicked Bray Wyatt into a Jimmy Johns like sandwich match. Like they were there sandwiches that like there's the uh, their marketing is like so our sandwiches are so good they're going to make you freak freak show match. Like <laughs> Uncle Howdy just walking around the ring like he was like Bray's tag partner. They looked like they were out of one of them like SmackDown cut sequences, but where you can put anyone in it. So it's like, yeah. oh look, the Undertaker and Kane are doing Johnny Nitro and Molina's entrance. Like Howdy was just pacing the ring, like yeah, I just nailed him with the uh, Sister Abigail, and I'm, I'm running the ropes a bit, climbing the poles, put my hands up. Like, what the f- is this? Like, you're welcome for that, Montreal. I, I get it. It's all the joke at Hit Row's expense. Are we going to get the tag to pay it off? Shot at the Adonis and frigging top dollar versus Howdy and Bray. <laughs> I was really close to tweeting on Saturday morning. I, I elected instead to tweet the epic Sami Zayn French Effin and Jeff in promo. Because yeah. <laughs> WWE tweeted, ah, looks like Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy have heard enough from Hit Row. And I was like, they only fucking won. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to use something from my French GCSE that I've never used ever in real life. Ooh la la. Can I do it right now? Absolutely. I told this, story. this is a hell of an ending to the pod. I think I've told this story before. I got an A in French at GCSE. Wee oui, wee, oui, fancy Dan. <laughs> because our French teacher was a moderator and knew how to get <laughs> knew how to get like yeah, statute of limitations has passed. Yeah, drop the um, drop the certain phrases in, mm-hmm. and the examiners will love it. So like, we didn't really learn French linguistically. <laughs> we learn exact phrases. So if I said to you, I'll see if my uh, I don't know how good my pronunciation is going to be. Careful, because French accents do things for me. Excuse you? Yeah. To do anything else, you must be mad. <laughs> so I could go to France and like ask for a recommendation, and then be like, and they'll be like, wow, amazing French, and then they'll speak back to me. I'll, go, I'll just go, allez à la piscine. Pourquoi? <laughs> Le weekend dernier. That, that, is that the weekend just gone? Yeah. Le weekend dernier, je jouais au foot. I played football. Uh, avec mes amis. My friends. Yeah. Sur la plage. Like that bit. On the beach. Oh, right. sur la plage. I know that entire sentence. Like, even though I don't recall, I lived very close to the beach when I was younger. I don't remember us going to the beach to play football. All right, Ronaldinho. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we went to the park, right? I Have you got, as an addition to that, I went to the beach to play football with my friends and cut my foot open on a <laughs> <and> smashed <laughs> yeah. glass bottle. My friends stood on a jellyfish, so we freeze it with the tennis racket. We didn't do that. Um... <laughs> Right. Uh, now, I don't know my children in French, but my children are my friends. I took my kids to the beach to play football at the weekend. Okay. So for the first time ever, to our French listeners, that sentence has been true. If you accept that my children are also my friends. Yes. Because I don't know what, like, uh, or if, like, I had a dog, which I don't, my baby Jean. <laughs> yeah. Uh Je mange le bébé chien. I would eat a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
what else? What are the key phrases? I've forgotten all the other key phrases. Play football on the beach, my friend. <laughs> to do anything else, you must be mad. Boot, which is goal. Because uh, I just remember that from playing football with friends on the beach. If you needed a more detail, uh, boot. <laughs> you, you, I can't remember what the score was. Je voudrais, and it would be like in a Scarborough accent. Je voudrais scorer le boot. <laughs> Je voudrais uh, un bonbon citron. Love lemon sweets, me. Je, je voudrais jouer le connect quatre. I'd like to play connect four. Why do we talk about this? I forgot. Uh, I, don't, I can't remember. But yeah, anyway. Uh, finally, I could use a, an actual French-speaking French exam sentence as a, as a shoot. It actually happened. More on that tomorrow. I text my mate. I was like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> like, I played football on the beach with the kids at the weekend earlier. And he had it as well. I'll see what um, Sidric can bring to this table tomorrow. Hang on. This table. Table. Tomorrow. The man's a walking bibliotheque. Wait a second. Just do this. Just, just it was a, it was a, why you searched that was a song as well, uh, where like we had to learn it, and it was like the payoff was Uncle Gilbert. Like this Uncle Gilbert guy was trouble. You know, like, and I can still remember the words that build up to Uncle Gilbert. It's like, Le premier gentil mon anniversaire, dis ma donc c'est ma toute affaire. J'ai reçu beaucoup de cadeaux et un boîte de chocolat, c'est mon Uncle Gilbert. So, like, the summer about your birthday, you get loads of gifts, and they're like, Uncle Gilbert's got you some chocolates, and he's the best. And it's like, I think Uncle Gilbert wrote these lyrics, but I think <laughs> Uncle Gilbert needs to put it to l'authorité. <laughs> well, let us know your thoughts ahead of uh, Monday Night Raw. What's Monday? Lundy. 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 Lundy Night Raw. <laughs> Lundy Nui. Google Raw, quickly. Lundy Nui. This is great, because it's it's not in... Brute. <laughs> Lundy Nui Brute. I bet it's like, if they switch that around, would it be in French as well? Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, let us know your thoughts ahead of Raw on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. You can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, for daily wrestling podcasts, got the Rampage review available right now. The three of us will be back to review Lundy Nui Brew. Tomorrow. Oui, oui. Uh, but also we review, you know, SmackDown and Dynamite. And we also have Obtenir Le Tableau episodes sometimes. Get the table. Uh, <laughs> so subscribe for that one. And make sure if you haven't done so already to leave us a... Sank star review on, <laughs> on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can do it on Spotify. Screenshot it. We do need the proof. And email it to me, adam.wilborn. Thanks to all our French listeners. Please consider coming back one day. Really would love to have you custom one day again. We're uh, so sorry. <laughs> All right, it's been the Raw Preview. Oh, thanks to Michael Affleck. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Au revoir. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.